Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week is my dad. How you doing? I'm doing grand. Grand. That is grand. Let's start off with the week that was in the NFL Week 14. Started off with a Thursday night game. Bears overcoming the Cowboys 31-24 to in a game in which, I mean, Trubisky had to come back. And, uh, he did look better, didn't he? He did. Uh, Brett Mayer, uh, yet another kicker who cannot get the job done. You know, he missed an extra point. He missed a field. Like, just wasn't working out for him. So he, you know, fast forward, he got cut after the game. Um, yeah, but, you know, they can't. When you have the same problem you had a year ago, yeah. But you don't have 11 wins, and that's the difference. Oh, that's that's the big difference in it. So the Bears hold on. The Cowboys' uh, lead in that division shrinking uh, and pretty much non-existent now because the Eagles win Monday night in a thrilling overtime victory in which they were 17-3 to at the half. They score 14 unanswered points, especially, uh, and specifically right at the end of the game to go into overtime, and then they march down and score as well there. And Wentz got all the credit, and this you know unheard of uh, practice squad player, um, Boston Scott. Yes, great name. I I think he, yeah, I think he made the total difference in that game. I think you're he, right about. He's five six two oh three. Yeah. And a former high school uh, state champion weightlifter. So it was interesting, all the different skill sets he's got. But he was elusive. No, he was. Absolutely. You know, and he caught a bunch of passes, and he rushed for like something near 60 yards. Right. Yeah. So right now, Dallas and Philly atop. Dallas holds a tiebreaker, but still both of them 6-7. and seven. And the Giants are just... I mean, but this the is Dallas has yet to beat a team with a winning record. Right, but all you gotta do is make it in, and at this point, I, we don't even—we're not even sure if they can do that. Although now you hear the rumors that yes, I know everything Jerry's been saying. Hey, he's not gonna get rid of Jason Garrett, and usually around this time is when they start to just do enough for him to save his job. But now you're hearing right. these rumors about putting out to Urban Meyer if he'd be interested to coming uh, over and. You know, Didn't he, wasn't he a coach once in the NFL? No, no, he's only been in he's only been in college. He's jumped around to college places, and I mean, this is a guy who basically, like, just like Kubi, just like uh, Gary Kubiak, just like pretty much had to retire because you know his body, his heart just couldn't deal with all the right, stress. Right, right. But I mean that. But like Urban Meyer has dealt with that in the past, and it's kind of like, well, are you sure you're not okay? Yeah, but I don't, I don't. I don't know because one thing the the college get, uh, you know lawyers for coaches is that you get unlimited number one picks. Like it depends on what you recruit. True. In the NFL, you kind of stuck with what you got. I know. I look, but it, but it's always the dream. It, it's you know. What do you think? He would do it. I think he would absolutely do it. Um, I don't know how successful. Oh. I don't know how. Well, look, I mean. It, because don't forget, like, there's also been some issues at these schools that he's been at in his career, you know, yeah. at Florida, and, you know, he didn't take the job at Notre Dame for, uh, one of the big reasons was because of Notre Dame's uh, high academic standards when it comes to, like, the joke is when he was at Florida, a tree could uh, <laughs> register at Florida and play. Right, 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 right. So, but at least, but look, Jerry's going to pay you the money that you want, you know, it's a little bit cushier, you know, you get some interesting perks in terms of, like, the schedule breaks your way. And yeah, but do you want to get, yeah, but you want to get involved with, it, with it, an owner that active? I mean, so long as you're on the same page. 
You know, I'll point to the fact that him and him and Parcells were able to work it out for a short amount of time. But look, you have you have guaranteed job security so long as you don't have a multiple multiple seasons in a row of losing well, records. Even, well, I mean, Jimmy Johnson might not agree with that. Well, I mean that I mean, you know job security. I mean. Well, no, but but him and Jerry. The reason that Garrett's lasted this long, no? Right. Because, well, first of all, because Garrett will take less money, and, and he doesn't challenge the owner. He doesn't challenge the owner, who's also the general manager. Remember, this is a guy who says, "Why, why am I going to pay a middleman when I can just do the job myself?" <laughs> hey, look, we can't we can't deny that there's yeah. that the Cowboys have a dearth of talent. Really, it's not Jerry's fault. I mean, the right. fact that Jason Garrett has been the coach for as long as he has, when they right. haven't had much to show for it except for a couple of... But is Dak Prescott, is, is, is he subpar? Or what do you make of him? I think they... Uh, no, I, I don't know. I really don't quite know what it is. I think that uh, Elliot, not to the Barkley effect, but I think Elliot has taken a small downturn. And, I mean, don't forget, this was a team that every year they would have a new record. Don't forget, remember DeMarco Murray? Like, he yeah. was all-world, and then he left the very next season. They replaced him with somebody else. He did a fine job. Meanwhile, he goes to Philly, and there's, there, you know, he's, he's uh, forgotten. He's on the right. I think they would need a better defense. I think they need um, an all-world, even just one all-world talent on defense, and they could be really be something. But I think they also need uh, another... Uh, you know, Randall Cobb and some of these, you know, Bees, well, not Beasley anymore, but they just need somebody else. Amari Cooper has to get better with his hands because there are several drops in that game and, of course, the game against the Patriots. Well, they could I mean, have won. Is, is, is it looking like the Cooper from the Raiders? Uh, you know, uh, to an extent, but, I mean, they, they really need that second, the second head of that beast, but they just don't have it and. You know, don't forget Jason. Wh- Jason Witten had to come back, so, and he's not lighting it up either. But I think they're missing a key defensive piece. You know, they have really good talent on defense, but they need like, I don't know, I, another edge rusher. Somebody like if like if there was a J.J. Watt or if there was a, a Clowney in the draft. You know, like one of those. You know, if there was, if they took, you know what, if they somehow traded up. And got the next Boza that comes out of Ohio State. <laughs> I'm telling you. Or even if they they sell the farm and go for what was that? Chris Young, the guy who's like the Giants are projecting at taking at number two or three. The the um, two or three. Oh, the Ohio State defensive yeah, lineman. You think he's going to be around for two or three? Well, I, I don't think. Is he going to win the Heisman? Do you think? No, it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. He's taking the lead. The LSU quarterback. I think he's now. If you're looking forward to the draft, uh, who's going to be at number one? You're looking at the Bengals, and don't forget Zach Taylor was the Rams' quarterback coach and offensive court. Like, so he's going to want a young quarterback, and you know I don't know if okay. these. So I think I look. Am I, am, do I think that Joe Burrow is a number one overall pick? I can't. I'm not feeling it. I, I can't really say that, and you know, name a good LSU quarterback in the last I don't know twenty years. You know, Zach Mettenberger did not get it done, so... Yeah, can... but I think this, this uh, Penn State... Um, <laughs> I mean, edge rushers are, you know, highly in demand, right? That and cornerbacks. Yeah, because you got to get to the you quarterback. You pass up on that. I know. So all I'm saying, look, I don't think the Cowboys are going to pull a Ricky Williams-type deal and give all their picks to whoever they think are going to take, right, right, right. you know, young... Uh, the defensive lineman, but yeah. that's the kind of guy they need. I'm saying. So you think Dak uh, is okay? I think he's okay. Because really it's he's, all about... He's like a poor man's Russell Wilson. Yeah. It, it's You can't say he doesn't have talent or skill. Um, but I think that they, have a, they haven't... The on-the-field talent is not the problem. It's the execution. So where do you look for the problems with the execution? Right. The coaching staff, no? Right, I got it. Yeah, so that's that's my that's my way of putting it. Okay. Um, couple of other key games last week. Buff, uh, Baltimore goes into Buffalo, twenty-four to seventeen. That score is a lot closer than I felt that game actually was. I mean, Lamar Jackson was responsible for all three touchdowns, um, either passing or rushing himself. Um, uh, Buff- and he hurt himself throwing the ball. 
Not really. Right. Uh, go figure on that one. And the Bills had a chance late to continue a drive, but they just couldn't do it. You know, uh, so Baltimore, Baltimore's in the driver's seat in the uh, AFC the, for sure. And the, the Ravens are coming back to earth, or I don't know. I I don't I, say I don't know because I feel like this this isn't some breakneck pace that they're on. They just they keep on doing things. They're elusive enough that they make plays. But they have very wide margins of victory. And that is narrowing. So, I mean, the question, you know, really in the background is, did they peak too soon? That's a good question. We can only answer that once the new year hits and we see how they perform in uh, what we can now assume is the divisional round because there's no way that they're falling back that far to host on wild card weekend. No, no, no. So so we're going to have to wait for the divisional round and see who they're opponents are one of those opponents could be the kansas city chiefs going into new england 23 to 16 in a game in which the referees actually go against the patriots and wasn't that great the challenges went against belichick it was it was a sight to behold and even with brady rushing down to the 12 yard line they still can't punch it in at the end to tie and take the lead Uh, but he ran for 17 yards and you think he won the super bowl uh, well I mean, that's his, yeah. but was screaming on his part. Right, but I mean, you know, that last play to Edelman, you know, that little fade in the back, and then a oh, great... That was a nice reach over by that defender. But it was great. Tap, tap, looked like basketball. It was great because there was no... He didn't have to manhandle him. He didn't do anything that you could call interference on. Yeah, he full re- contact on the ball. That was great. Just reached around, and, you know, now the stories are coming out, and now it feels more legitimate. The fact that the Patriots fans were booing them <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, you're used to that much winning, 21 games in a row at home, something like that. And so you lose to, like, you know, they're they're so overreactive. Yeah. And, right. and so not only that, but then comes the, you know, so it all the insult that's added to this injury of them losing the game two times. But can they really improve? Who, the Patriots? Yeah, not likely, right? No. And here's the thing that, because now people are, now here comes all the, the, the articles, the opinion pieces about, and even with Rodney Harrison coming out and saying, boy, Brady's not the same guy. And I hear these excuses of, well, he has nobody to throw to. If you remember these last couple seasons, what, you think uh, Chris Hogan was a, a number one draft pick? Like, right, right. They, the whole idea. Yeah, so, so it's, it's a few things just are a little bit lesser, like the offensive line. Yeah, not having a really legitimate deep threat. I mean, nothing Gronk. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, eventually, it's just too much to overcome. And uh, everybody succumbs to Father Time. And Tom Brady, I know he wants to play till he's forty-five, but look, forty-two starts this decline, and we know what Belichick does. But how about him demanding for the receivers? You you got to get separation. You got to win the battle. You got right. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So you can't always throw to wide open people. Right, I understand that. But I mean, like, what what happened to do your job? Wasn't that your whole thing? All right, next man up. Hey, if, (laughs) if you can't get the separation, let's get somebody who can. But. Did they did they not realize that during practice? Boy, wow, they're get because it's not like the Patriots' defense is bad. They have right. they have a but, very talented secondary. Well, right now that's not happening, and they see all of those all those other ones around them. Kansas City looks very much improved from how they were at the beginning of the season. We've talked yeah, at a little a little playing some defense. Right, we've talked a, a, at length about Baltimore's strength. We know that so the three teams that are currently leading their divisions, the Texans, the Chiefs, and the Ravens, have are all responsible for the Patriots' three the Patriots losses. losses yeah. So you know, and the Patriots are very likely to see at the very, at the very least, one to two of them. I mean, they're not going to see all three, but they're going to see one to two of them. Right. And which one of those are going to be at home, and which one of those are going to be on the road? So it'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. Um, the Seahawks lose in Los Angeles to the Rams, twenty-eight to twelve. 
Um, that and much like Trubinsky looks a little better, uh, golf for sure does. It's it must have been the change of the calendar. It must have been now. Now we're getting now we're getting late in the season for some reason. You know the there's some improved yeah, play. I think you're onto something there, because the starters don't really play in preseason. Right. Right. Yeah. They don't they don't do two a day practices anymore. Mm-hmm. Now now even having pads on on a Thursday. Thursday night game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, being a laid back California guy, maybe it's uh, he knows it's late in the day. He's going to to do some work. Yeah. Maybe there's just something about it that everything's made easier. And the running back, uh, uh, Gurley. Gurley, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that injury's you know whatever, but he's markedly improved. Uh, yeah. No, he he's improved for sure. Um, and, and, and the defense seems legit. Well, I mean, the defense was always legit, but, I mean, there's only so many times they can take back pick sixes before the offense has to pick it up. You know, if they're, you know... That's a good point. That, that's been the change. And don't forget, they've completely overhauled their secondary. Marcus Peters and Aki Talib are not there anymore. Now it's Troy Hill and, right. and uh, Jalen Ramsey, so... You know, there's something to that as well. Ryan Tannehill is quite the story. 42-21 to 21 against the Raiders. Has Tennessee knocking on the door of the playoffs. That's a bunch straight, isn't it? That's at least 6-1, and one, I believe. I could be That's wrong crazy. on that. That's crazy right there. And right now, Houston holds the tiebreaker, but the Texans uh, and the Titans are tied at 8-5. and five. And I think they have another matchup coming up very soon, if I remember correctly. Uh, Houston loses at home to Denver, thirty-eight to twenty-four, which allows that was the shock of the week. Right? Uh, very much so. And this uh, this quarterback was that Drew Locke, former Drew Locke, yeah, former Missouri uh, uh, University of Missouri quarterback. That might, maybe they finally got it right. Maybe, maybe, and all it took, you know, it only took them long enough. But this might be the guy. Um, the Ste- uh, Tennessee's being held out of the playoffs right now by the Steelers. Duck Hodges and the uh, and the Pittsburgh boys twenty three to seventeen over the Cardinals in Arizona. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh. And now, and now they're getting some pieces back. Connor's gonna uh, practice. Uh, yep. Juju Schuster practice. So yeah, so there's a lot coming up that could really change. That, that's that's a surprise. Who? Yes, absolutely. When you lose, when you lose all three, when you lose all three of the triplets. And, and a couple of quarterbacks. Well, yeah, yeah. You lose your, you lose Roethlisberger. Say what right. you will. That the guy does have two rings, and then you lose Mason. You know, right? To Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph to uh, some choice words, and then an injury as well. So Duck Hodges right, comes right, in, and right. and away they go. Um, the other big game this week, the in a game where the over under was forty five. Both teams scored over that. 48-46 to 46 did the Niners hold off the Saints. Um, you know, I was, it was interesting watching this game. Alvin Kamara has disappeared, and I can say that as a fantasy owner. He's disappeared. He hasn't scored a touchdown think, since, I think, the last, week, last week of September. Um, I mean, the breeze to Michael Thomas has been stronger. I think a lot more teams are preparing for Kamara. Because it doesn't matter how many guys you put on Thomas. He's still going to thread the needle and and throw to him right, right. so why focus so much on you can double team him all right but you know we can stop you on the ground and if you're at the goal line there's only so many times you can throw it before you now, run but it but I, I understand in that game too it was a bad cause on, on new orleans it's like they, 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 it just happens every every home game it, it seems like it i mean look the action moves way too fast and look i think we can confidently say that officiating this year has been terrible I think that's fair to say. And now, in every game, there's, a, there's somebody explaining the matter in the booth. I mean, that, that, that's bad news, right? Yeah. You I mean, never... Can you imagine watching a baseball game and, and having an umpire in the booth? I'd be rather annoying, especially after every... Because you could do it after yeah, every pitch. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's just filling time, filling content, yeah, no dead space. You don't anything on TV. When you see what you see and then people are explaining what you saw, I mean, you, you don't need it. Well, we are fools, or we are led to believe that we are based on whatever these these I, people. I, I mean, on the radio, that might make sense, right? 
But I mean, um, yeah. So and George Kittle with a big, big time catch so and run. He is some kind of player, huh? He really is. And don't forget, this was a guy who'd been out, who's been down for the last couple of weeks with you know leg and and ankle and knee stuff. Yeah, but but it, it it looks like bull riding out there. He carries people. He he yeah. He, he's amazing. He's something else for sure. Um. So we're coming up now. So let's move ahead to week fifteen. What are your best bets this week? Well, I'm going to take the Niners, but that line is huge, right against the Falcons. So you, well, yeah, eleven. I have it at eleven. That's scary, right? Yeah, but you know what? I feel like the Niners. The Niners could do that. You know, Atlanta coming across country. The Niners going home. That's a strong defense. I don't care what the Falcons have been doing lately. They've been on a, a small winning streak. You know, they're yeah, well, Ridley's out. They got a, the, the starting cornerbacks out. They got a lot of problems. But I was looking at something that uh, Ryan is four and zero in his career against number one pass defenses. Huh. Interesting. So, you know, I feel like that's who knows. I mean, that's not a big sample, but no. But I th- I think the Niners have uh, are exuding so much confidence. I mean, yeah, it's 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 their it's their division to win. I think it's, it's a tough spot for for the Falcons. No, it absolutely is. And look, it could be it could be a trap game. But I feel like that that'd be more likely if they were going into Atlanta. But I think having co- overcome the Saints and there's still oh, yeah. so much there's still so much ahead. This is a stifling defense. Um I I've well, I, you know, I think of of the teams out there that that team that team can as the Niners can improve. I think uh, from where they are now, believe it or not. No, I, I, mean, I would having a tight end back, a fullback, uh, and uh, Garoppolo is has proven he can carry the team if necessary. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to like there. Uh, I don't think the Saints really can improve. No, it's 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 hard. Um, and as you saw, I mean that that defense gives up a lot. They gave up what close yeah. to forty points to the Panthers. They gave up forty eight. At home, but these are both at home, and 48 to the Niners, and, you know, don't forget the Falcons trounced them too, um, so, yeah, I, I would agree with that, like, the Niners, uh, look, I, I think I'm with you, I think I t- I'd take the Niners, given the points. Yeah, I mean, I don't like spotting 11, but uh, I like the Rams. In in Dallas, one. Until, until Dallas can beat a winning team, uh and this could be it. This could be the week if they if they lose three straight games, and yeah. the and the Eagles who um, the Eagles are at Washington, which I mean you could you could say is well I I, I wouldn't trust the Eagles. I mean either. I mean they beat the Giants barely. <laughs> right, I understand that, yeah, but I mean, you know, come on. But look, if you're the Cowboys and you lose this game, I mean, uh, we might even just think that Jerry will have made up his mind, and you just got to play out the string. Like no, I mean six and eight is a lot different from seven and seven, yeah. especially this well, you late know, season. I, and I'm wondering how it is with Wade Phillips. He's got a you know, definitely in the top ten, maybe top eight or whatever defense in the league. Yeah, and you're going, you know, I and, mean, he has a history in Dallas. Yes, he I, does. I'm, yes, he does. Sure. Yeah, I expect I expect a, a good effort from the Rams. Mm-hmm. So you like the Rams? And the other one is the Bears. Uh, but I think that line is four and a half at at Packers. Uh, four and a half, yeah. Uh, Bears getting four and a half. Yeah, so that could easily be a three point game. I mean, the Bears. Can we say they're on the improve? I would definitely say they're on the improve. It, it's funny these these last couple of years where they play on Thanksgiving Day. Actually, right. that kind of kicks them into a second gear because remember what was it last year? They went on a, a big run after Thanksgiving, and they improved. Right. Well, that's when the playoffs start. Yeah, but it really and don't forget, you know, the Packers—they're ten and three, but uh, we we don't. Yeah, that seems like a lesser team with a great record. Yeah, the you know I've heard you are what your record says. Well, not always, and and it kind of feels like that's the case here. Yeah, um, so they've kind of had it their way, but there's that that defense can be exploited. Right. Um, and also interesting game that, that got flexed into the Sunday night was Buffalo at Pittsburgh. 
uh, with playoff implications for Pittsburgh and also for Buffalo because um, yeah, they're for, they're, isn't, isn't Buffalo getting points? Well, they're, it's in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. Pit, no, I have yeah, I have Buffalo getting two. Buffalo getting two on the road. I mean that's. No, oh, Ed, who do you like there? Uh, I, I I like Buffalo. I I really do. I I you know they played the Ravens hard. Um, they get no respect. No, they don't. I mean, uh, until they show it, why why should they necessarily deserve it? Because it's here today, gone tomorrow, and you know I I just don't know. I I feel like maybe they might have the answer for for the Steelers this week at least. This week, I, I could be wrong. Steelers could come out and and beat them solidly, and then then Pittsburgh moves into the five spot because this has seating implications. You know, That's as interesting, right? It'll be them and the Titans, right? right? As of right now, if the season were to end today, Pittsburgh right. would be going to Kansas City. I mean, going to Kansas City is a lot different to go, than going to Houston. I mean, Houston, <laughs> you can always I can I can tell you exactly when the first playoff game is because it always takes place in Houston. At you know four o'clock on Saturday afternoon, of, and they have been disappointing. And they have been so. You know, if I'm Pittsburgh, you're going to want to play hard. You're going to want to try to get into that five spot, and also it it keeps you more safe when the playoffs come right. around. One other game of note, and also newsworthy: the Patriots going to the Bengals. Patriots giving nine, and of course, Spygate there's, part. There, yeah, there's video going part two, and it has been seen by the league. And if you're not aware, of course, they have an in-house media. You know, you go online, you watch. Oh, it's called Do Your Job. Right. Hey, this is what the advanced stout does. Well, whoever's film, apparently an outside filming um, company, were in the press box or this wherever the scouts are. And, you know, the right. scouts watch. Oh, this is what I do. This is my job. And then they just happen to move the camera and have it pointed at the Bengals. Now, the game was in Cleveland. So Cleveland said, yeah, you can come in. But the Bengals had no knowledge, not only that they were there, but, of course, that the camera was focused on them. And according to sources who have seen the video, eight minutes of... um, But Bill Belichick said he had no knowledge of it. But, I mean, you can send people there to have knowledge. Right. And according to Matt interviews with Matt Walsh back in, was it 2005? Or whenever, 2015, when they interviewed Matt Walsh after everything with Spygate was over, and they said that the Patriots would tell him another camera pen, oh, just you know, make up these excuses. And one of the excuses were, oh, we're doing an in-house media, kind of like back, you know, maybe not. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all of this stuff. So there's a bit of a trail here. And, I mean, now, <laughs> look, I, I can't get too excited about what actually could occur. But the fact that this is happening again, like it's one yeah. thing if you're like, all right, it happened the first time, but you shouldn't like, don't just don't be stupid. And of course, yeah, uh, but I don't think anything's going to happen. Not better. Well, really, what can happen? Uh, they get, you know, they take away their draft picks. They take it. I don't think it's going to be that at all. Right. No, but, but I'm going to think it's like it wasn't us. It was some other group. Right. Yeah, it, you know. No, so so that's why I can't really get because the last time, yeah, they got hit pretty hard, and then Brady got hit hard for Deflategate. So now, what are you going to do? Really, honestly, the only thing that would be left to do, not that I'm advocating for it, but is to do like a like a college version of uh, a postseason ban. But we're not. No. We, but of course, but obviously that's not going to happen. And I can't actually sit here and go. I hope that happens. Yeah, but isn't it more fun just to see them get beat fair and square? Yes. No, it absolutely is. And yes, they're quote unquote onto yeah, something. You want them locked up. I want them beat down. Right. But, you know, and it's so I was just, yeah. So that's really interesting that that happens. So. Now, what about the um, Thursday night game? So, Thursday night game, Jets at Baltimore. Jets pulled out a win against the Dolphins 22 21 on one of the few um, reversed or what do you challenged pass interference plays. Um, a lot, you know, uh, a late um, no call that then got challenged for a pass interference, right. and Brian Flores was uh, livid on the sideline. I, look, I can't necessarily blame him. You know, you're try- at this point, you're trying to win some games because you don't like who's who's in the draft that you're really going to take because two is gone. <laughs> so I'm, he, I'm, I'm loving his style. Yeah. No. Look, I think 
I think they've they've gotten better, and I think Flores has gotten the team on his side. So you know, oh, this, no doubt about it. They play for him. Yeah. So this one might actually stick around. You know what I mean? Now, do you think that uh, first of all, will uh, Lamar start? For the Ravens, and will he play the whole game? Do you think? I think he'll start. I mean, the the Jets' defense is. I mean, no Quentin Williams, no Jamal Adams. Uh, Ryan Griffin is out as well. I mean, well, Jamal. The, that's uh, we shall see. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, they pretty much said he's out. So. Oh really? Yeah, I got that alert today. I'll double check it for yeah. you. Okay. But um, like who? Th- there's nothing there that's really, I think, going to scare them necessarily. Um, too much. Let me so you think uh, Griffin will, will play? I think he'll. I think he'll. Play, I think he'll absolutely play. I think he'll start. Uh, yeah, Jamal Adams and Quinton Williams not expected to play Thursday against okay. the Ravens. So, but so I think he'll start. I don't know if he'll finish the game, but I'm also not necessarily giving the Jets much of a chance. Like unless Greg Williams decides he's going to start, you know putting bounties on Lamar Jackson's head. I, I really don't. Because he's done it before, so. Yeah, no. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, moving over to college football, we had the champ- it was championship weekend, all the uh, conference championships. LSU go in, in what really was a home game for Georgia in Atlanta, 37-10. to 10, So the Bulldogs are out of the right. college football playoff. They just couldn't get it done again. Uh, Ohio State down big against Wisconsin. Storms back in the second half, 34-21. to 21. I mean, Ohio State did not look strong in that to begin with. No. But, but by the end, Wisconsin just could not keep up. I think they pretty much it was, you know, 30 unanswered points or something like that. They got overmatched late. They did. Uh, Clemson solidified themselves 62-17 to 17 over the Cavaliers of Virginia. Yeah. And <laughs> Oklahoma sneaks it at number four with a win over Baylor, 30-23. to 23. Baylor had a chance, but just didn't work out for them. And, of course, Utah, really, all they had to do was win, and they were going to be in, and they just yeah. couldn't do it. 37-15 to 15 losers against Oregon. That's it. It is, but I mean that's the way it goes. So, so who are you liking there? You well, the number one seed. Well, let's see. So now we have to look at New Year's Day. Well, you've got your New Year's Six, um, which you've got. So let's go. So let's start with the where, where's the playoff ones. Um, oh, so actually no. So it's a couple days before. I apologize. Clemson. Versus Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, I mean, Clemson, I mean, here's a team, the reigning national champions, undefeated. They started the season one, and they're at three, and they never lost a game. Which, I mean, they could use to their advantage, but Ohio State is just to dominate. I mean, the defense, the offense. I mean, I, I would like to see the Tigers win. Um, but, but you know what's tough for a lot of these bowl games? Is you got players that are are going to be drafted that don't want to risk an injury? They're not going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, certain one, I forget what team. Like the coach went to Florida, whatever, to took another job, so he's not going to even coach the team. You mean? Uh, um, oh yeah. And then they got time off from the you know who's putting on fourteen pounds. Right. There you you go. know, it's 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 it really is a crapshoot. Well, I mean, both of the both of these teams, you know, both of these teams have been there. You know, they right. they're they're no strangers to this, and especially Clemson. You know, I, I might give them a slight edge, but I think Ohio State. I mean, you're playing for a national. It's one thing if you know, the Red Box Bowl or you know, right. uh, the Cheese It Bowl. Um, I can understand. You know, if Air Force doesn't want, you know, they they got planes to fly. Right, right, right. If they, but I mean, you're playing for a national championship. This, you know, there's no guarantee you're, you're a, all in. There's no guarantee a you're going to get drafted in the NFL and b that you're going to get drafted to or playing this about that. So you know what, go for the marbles now. I I think I might have to go Ohio State on that one. And then earlier that day on uh, December 28th is the Peach Bowl. So that's Oklahoma and LSU. I mean LSU is unstoppable at this point. I think that's pretty fair. I think Oklahoma could give them a fair game, but. Uh, I mean, I think Joe Burrows and LSU comes out 
comes out fighting real hard. I, I agree. So I'm 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 saying an LSU Ohio State final. Yeah. Although LSU Clemson could That's be good. The matchup of the Tigers would be interesting. Uh, LSU and Clemson. <clears throat> that could be interesting as well. Uh, some notable bowl games as well. You've got the Rose Bowl, so you've got Oregon and Wisconsin. I think that's going to be a good one. What do you like there? Um, Wisconsin. Although Oregon, now nah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Oregon never seems to win, win, win these games. Um, and Wisconsin played Ohio State tough, and I think they're going to want to show show something for that. Uh, an interesting one that I th- don't think anybody predicted that this would happen. Also, New Year's Day, one one o'clock, way out of like people are still waking up at one o'clock. <laughs> the Citrus Bowl, Michigan versus Alabama. I mean that uh, that's a mar- that's a marquee matchup, no matter what well, bowl. It's interesting because both 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 of those teams have uh, you know. Former, underperformed, let's say. Oh, definitely underperformed. Uh, and two former NFL head coaches. Right, right. So And they got the brand name. Oh, Michigan, Alabama. I mean, that's the Citrus Bowl. That, it sounds great, right? Yeah, and, you know, those are going to, you know, Michigan and Alabama fans are going to travel all over the country, but going to Florida, that's going to be an easy travel for them. Perfect time of the year. Right. Sugar Bowl is Georgia and Baylor. Uh, you know, that's a good one. That's pretty good. You're gonna probably gonna like uh, Georgia there. Let's see what. Redemption. Yes, absolutely. There should be another one. The Orange Bowl is f- the Gators against the Virginia University of Virginia for the Orange Bowl. Mm. Um, other other interesting ones: Sun Bowl, Florida State, and Arizona State. Okay. Um. Camping World Bowl has features Notre Dame and Ohio's Iowa State. Well, Notre Dame's got a following. Yeah, uh, they absolutely do. Holiday Bowl, USC versus Iowa. I mean, that's a pretty marquee matchup. Um, but I mean, you'll, you'll watch that one. Yeah, I'm interested in so. I mean, they're great background. You know, especially with the holidays coming up, you're hanging out with people. What are you going to put on? You just put on something in the background. These bowls, they're fine. And you know what? You see some interesting talent. You see yeah. some interesting games. You know, I've seen, you know, so many of these, you know, like... I bo- think we watched a lot of those with the sound off. Yeah, of course. Because you just want to, you know, hey, this is what I'm seeing. This is what's interesting, you know. Right. But, I mean, there's only so much you can get, you can expect out of the Boca Raton Bowl and the Gasparilla Bowl. So, so that as well. Yeah. Moving on. Now, what about baseball? Well, baseball, moving over to there. So, so now that the winter meetings have started, so many pieces have started to fall. It started with Steven Strasburg. Well, first of all, the rumors were that Garrett Cole was offered seven years, $245 million. Then Strasburg signs with the Nationals for that exact same contract, which I thought was... Now, that pumps the price up. Well, and boy, howdy did it. So you have, um, sorry, Garrett Cole signs with the Yankees for $324 million. No, You know what that comes out to? I mean, $9,000 per pitch, basically. Well, I'm thinking a million dollars to start. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's very true. That's outrageous, right? Uh, yes, of course. But, I mean, the Yankees signed him. The Yankees have been pretty, you know, for their, for what they are, they've been pretty low-key with some of their signings these last couple of years. So it's interesting that, you know, I mean, look. They're getting their their pieces in place so they don't have to bid against uh, the Mets new owner, Steve Cohen. Right, yes. So the Mets finally, finally. I don't know if we talked about that. No, we did last time, but yes, finally. Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah, just an unbelievable... Um, That's crazy. It is. But there's nobody out there that can command that kind of, that right? I mean, they're not even everyday players. No. No, but that also should... I mean, we saw it in the World Series, the premium on pitching. I mean, Steven Strasburg won the uh, World Series MVP. I mean... I mean, you saw those matchups. I mean, those were marquee... There were no fourth starters, 
really going in those games. You had multiple Cy Youngs across all the across the Nationals and the Astros. Um, so it's you know it's pretty, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, especially with strikeouts being on the rise. So why not do it? But it's crazy when you think a million dollars to start. Like no way the gate can pay that. No. So it's it's all the TV money and endorsements. Well, I mean that's well that's what it happens. I mean that's what they do now. Like, don't forget these these teams sign these contracts with uh, some of the cable providers, and in some cases, in some cases, uh, if they're smart enough, they've created their own. I.e., the Mets with SNY and. The Yankees, yeah, the media companies. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's just it's so it's all this money that's coming in, and but it it also you know it's almost kind of good to see that the Yankees did. Although the Angels, I feel really bad for them because they wanted Cole in the worst way, and everybody was talking sure. about Garrett Cole's from the West Coast. He wants to go out west, but just they take over the money is yeah, and the money was here so. There they go over there. Um, now that that that's one, you know they've they also but they got rid of a player too, the Yankees or two actually. Though. Well, they didn't re-sign uh, D.D. Gregorius, um, and he had a breakout year in 2018. And I mean, every time he stepped up at the place in the postseason, you felt like he was going to hit, you know, an extra base hit. But right. now he gets signed by the. Um, he gets signed by the Phillies, so he's back with Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi, right. where he had his, um, he had some pretty good success prior to his breakout season. Sure. Um, yeah. And and that means that they have that. Uh, well, so then their money's the shortstop, but that's not a problem. That's them. not a problem. I mean, you could put DJ Lemayhu over there. You could, you know, if Luke Voigt comes back, you put Lemayhu over there. You got Gleyber Torres. Yeah, I mean, you can put um, Gio Urshela. Now, and, now Torres is the future face of the Yankees. Absolutely, he is. Absolutely. Can replace Jeter. I mean, Judge kind of replaced Jeter, Jeter in terms, but I mean, production-wise, I mean, he's coming up like like Judge did, although not to the immediate impact. But I mean, he still hit what thirty-five home runs in his yeah, like rookie. Like he's young. He's he's very young and he's very strong and he plays, you know, a premium position in the middle of you know in the middle of the yeah. infield. But, I mean, they still got Miguel Andujar coming back, you know. So, and like I said, Luke Voigt's coming back. They had a lot of injuries. And really the only thing that, I mean, yeah, a pitching was, was the problem. And now they have Garrett Cole, so this this is probably going to work out well. Yeah, that's great. Um, right now it sounds like also the Angels, after missing out on Cole, they're going to go for the other big name in free agency, which is Anthony Rendon, although... I think they should just put all their money into their pitching because, I mean, you know, how many hitters are they going to get before you realize that you need pitching? And, you know, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's true. But I think if you're a fan, it's fun to see a lot of bats too mm-hmm. because they're there every day. Yeah. But, I mean, Pujols and Josh Hamilton and, and all these guys that come into, you know, yeah. into the into Angel into the Angels – uh, franchise and really, it's Mike Trout and everybody. He just leaves everybody in the dust in terms of the rest of his team. But you know, yeah, they have nothing to show for it. Yeah, right. Uh, an independent study uh, by a group of science scientists um, hired by Major League Baseball um, found that the sixty percent jump in home runs this season is likely increased to carry uh, and that the drag of the balls was decreased. So it, it is, it's being attributed to the change in the seam height on the baseball. Right. But the same people in Haiti are stitching these balls up year after year. So is it the core? What, what's going on? Well, I don't know. Well, and is that intentional? It doesn't seem like it's fully intentional. And this isn't just the only thing. There could be more to it. But Are the, these the same scientists that don't know why a curveball curves? Well, I, look, I, I'm yeah, just well, saying. Who do they put on this job? I'm just saying that... I thought it was launch, launch angle. Right. I mean, that's and part of it. And an excessive amount of fastball. Well, well a, a lot of those. That's why I'm not saying it's the only. But, I mean, this is... And it's to a 
point zero zero like point like quadruple one um you know percent percentage in 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 height difference but even that can that's all that matters to you know to change so look it's not the answer but it's so should we raise it to stitches even higher no drop them try to make it more um try to make it more round well and, and more strikeouts? That, that would be unbearable. Well, how about how about some of these players just hit for contact? Let's try that first. Or choke up on a bat now. That, that, that's old school. Yeah, but, I mean, you see some of the... Jeff McNeil does it, and, you know, I mean, he was in contention He's for a batting. He's fun to watch. He's absolutely fun to watch. And no matter what you want to say about the Angels with their sign stealing, I mean, Jose Altuve, I mean, that guy just... He hits. He hits on the road. He hits at home. He hits. He's he's really good. Um, and then the Mets. Uh, so they lost Wheeler, but they did pick up Michael Waka, a one-year contract with three million guaranteed and another seven in incentives. What does he do? Well, he uh, he had a promising career a couple years ago, and then just uh, his fastball it topped out at ninety-three. This past season, um, he is at a four ERA. He got demoted to the bullpen, but oh, so he's a bullpen. No, he's going to be a starter. Although, if Brody has shown anything to Met fans, it's that he's going to bring in competition. He did that with the infield. I would like to believe he's going to do I that. With... What he proved is he'll bring uh, his tired, his weak clients. Well, it just so happens that Michael Walker is represented by CAA, so you are correct about that as well. <laughs> of course, Brody well, being well, Brody being like Siberia. But you know what? It's the contract. It's is what it is. But the contract itself is a good contract. They're only putting mm. out three million dollars, and if he actually performs and hits the incentives, he's then worth up to ten million. And for what should be a fifth starter, well, I, I have no problem with that. And who replaces Wheeler? Uh, well, Waka does, technically. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, Wheeler, I mean, this is a guy who's got inflated, like he's got fly ball, he has a high fly ball rate, and he's going to Citizens Bank. He throws 100 miles an hour, doesn't he? Yeah, but the ball leaves at 120. And in Philadelphia, you just need to, you just need to hit a can of corn and it goes out. Yeah, that's why it doesn't seem like it's a fit. Right. So then, why should the Mets then spend a hundred million on him when they can save a few? Yeah, I was never a Wheeler fan. Right. But you know what? But How then, but those injuries, though, finally gets healthy, and who knows? Right. Hey, look, that that's the fear. But here's what we can point to: is his stats and his fly ball rate is high, and he's going to a statistically high ball rate or high fly rate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all that stuff, Waka, at the worst, he becomes an extra bullpen arm for $3 million, and we save money that the Mets then can use on what they really need, which is bullpen help. Specifically, uh, uh, they need a center fielder. Well, there's talks about trading Brandon Nimmo to bring in Sterling Marte from the Pirates, but the question yeah, is... Nimmo just, he slacked off, didn't he? Well, he got hurt. Let's, I mean, the, the guy plays oh, hard. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm a big Nemo fan. He plays... Yeah, I, lo- I love the hustle. The love of the game. Nemo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get an honest effort with him. Absolutely. And he's, I mean, he's all smiles. He's a fan favorite. So it's Great. not... Sure. Right. It's not that. It's just... He had a very slow start to the season because remember he has a high on base percentage because he takes a lot of pitches. He he gets on base yeah. through walks. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the problem was he was just pressing too hard and he wasn't being smart about his choices in the uh, in the strike zone, and so he struck out a lot. His walk rate was down. He got hurt, but when he came back, he started to improve. But that was a crowded outfield last season. So and the sure. Mets did pick up um, uh, Josh. Um, uh, What's his name? Mar- Marisnik? Bar- Marisnik? He's, uh, he's a defensive plus center fielder with iffy hitting. He's from the Astros. But you know what? They did a great... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't... Yeah, he's a horrible batting average, right? Right. But we said the same thing about J.D. Davis. Now, though J.D. Davis did win a batting title when he was in the minor leagues. But I thought Ligaris was that kind of guy. Yeah, but you know what? Ligaris, he's too old and he doesn't stay healthy. 
So why not just bring in another guy to pretty much do the same thing Ligaris did, who's less likely to get hurt or yeah, doesn't have a history? But these are very minor changes when everyone else in the division is going big time. Well, let's see what's left on the table. And don't forget, right now, right now, Brody does not have open purse strings. So, and really... Yeah, but, but he shouldn't. Right. I mean, yeah, look at his clients, Cespedes, Cano. So that, yes, I mean, come on. So then let's look at what they really need that has not been gobbled up yet, which is bullpen. Top-tier bullpen pitchers. Strasburg, Cole, the Mets were never going to be on on those, and they're, they're starters. The Mets have good to great starters right now. So then let's focus on the bullpen. Use your money. So improve what you can improve. Dallin Batances is the guy. I mean, that's that's who they should be going after. That's who I think... They want to go after, um, you know, that would be great if they could go after those guys. You know, they also signed Brad Brock back, but I mean, you know, you do it, you know, they can't all be winners. Um, let me see. These are complimentary pieces. Yeah, of course they are. Um, I mean, also a big name out there that nobody's really talked about, or at least that, you know, Madison Bumgardner. You know, he, mm. he has a chance. How old is he? Uh, he is 30. Oh. I mean, I if, the, no, if the Mets went after him, that would be phenomenal. That really would be. Um, yeah. Yeah, they don't treat us fans well at all, the Mets. No, of course not. A lot of teasers. Yes. So the name you want to watch out for is Dylan Batances. I know the Twins are going after him too, but, I mean, that's where the Mets should be putting their money. That's all well, I We get. shall see. Yes, we shall. All right, Dad, thanks again for joining me this week. It's been fun. Anytime. All right, great. Enjoy the games. Stay warm. Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also... Visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.